Yo, 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 it's your boy, Preacher Boy, and we back with another episode of Chats with Preacher Boy, part two of our new mini-series, God's Love Isn't Conditional. But before we go any further, y'all know we gotta open up with a little word of prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we come before you again, dear God, thanking you for another day, dear God, a day that wasn't promised, but you saw fit to bless us with, dear God. God, we want to thank you for life, health, and strength and activity of all of our limbs, dear God. God, we want to thank you for all the doors that you opened up this week and the doors that you closed that we no longer needed, dear God. God, we thank you for keeping us and bringing us to another conclusion of another week, dear God. Thank you for keeping us with no hurt, harm, or danger, dear God. Thank you for providing us a way of an escape when turmoil rises up in our lives, dear God. God, I ask that you bless this podcast in a special way, dear God. You shape and mold my mouth to say what you want me to say to your people, dear God. Allow it to be a blessing in any way possible for those that are listening, dear God. Continue to be with the listeners, dear God, and open up things in their lives that they desire, dear God, as long as their ways please you and edify you, dear God. And we won't forget to give you all the glory, honor, and praise. God, if there's anything that we've done wrong, knowingly or unknowingly, dear God, we ask that you forgive us right now dear god take away anything that's not like you and purge us of all unrighteousness it's in your son jesus name that i pray amen and amen like i said we back with another episode of chats with preacher boy you know we continue in our mini series god's love isn't conditional last week we got not last week but the week prior we had a we had a little introduction and i had my friend ezekiel explain on his understanding what god's love isn't conditional meant and we we kind of got a gist of what everything was and as an introduction but now we're going to deal with what is god's love you know so often we talk about love, we discuss love, and we talk about God is love, God is this, God is that. But do we understand completely what is God's love? So part two is what is God's love? And the key verses that I'm going to read to you today are 1 John 4, 8 through 10. And then the next verse I'm going to be reading is 1 Corinthians chapter 13, 1 through 13 and that that book of corinthians that 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 chapter 13 that's i'm telling you that one's gonna bring bring some light y'all y'all are really gonna like that one because it breaks down entirely what love is and more so what's god's love which is the agape love which we're gonna get into so first john 4 8 through 10 reads this he that loveth not knoweth not god for god is love In this was manifested the love of God towards us because that God sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. Herein herein is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. 1 Corinthians 13, 1-13 reads this. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels but have not love i have become sounding brass or a clanging cymbal and though i have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge and though i have all faith so that i could remove mountains but have not love i am nothing and though but though i bestow all my goods to the poor and though i give my body to be burned but have not love it profits me nothing 
Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself, is not puffed up, does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. But whether there are prophecies, they will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part, but when that which is perfect has come, then that which is in part will be done away. When I was a child, I spoke as a child and I understood as a child. I thought as a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I shall know just as I also am known. Now and now abide faith, hope, love these three but the greatest of these is love so out of those two verses the one that i really leaned towards the most was that first corinthians chapter 13 verses 1 through 13 and that's because it drew out a complete description of what god's love is and that word that i said earlier agape that word agape is a greek word and it means god's unconditional love it's a it's a love that's perfect it's divine and that's the love that we're ought to give our brothers and sisters but we're only able to give that if we have christ in our lives i can't expect somebody to give me agape love if they don't have no characteristics of christ in their life whatsoever how is it that i can express a perfect unconditional divine love if i don't even know god myself so 1 Corinthians 13, 1-13 basically drawed out so beautifully what love is. And it started off in those first couple of verses by letting us know that even though you can do all these things, you can speak in tongues, you... Let me break it down in, in simpler terms. You, you're talented, you're, you're gifted at certain things on the job, you're able to do certain things in the community, you're able to give back to the poor, you're able to do all these things, but if you don't have love in it whatsoever, all the things that you did mean nothing. Because without love, it's impossible to truly express and show those those characteristics that you're trying to display that first corinthians 13 is speaking about and then after that after those portions it goes into the description what love is love suffers long and is kind love does not envy love does not parade itself it's it just gives so many characteristics of what god's love is and a lot of time our love is set upon conditions and that's why we can't we can't perfect God's love is because we're living in a love that is man-made we're not living in the love that God expects for us to have as his children so the problem that we're seeing is that people are saying that I love you and I do this I'll do this for you but really the actions that they do after they say it don't line up because as we learned from last week, love is an action word. It's a verb. It's something that has to be done. It's not something that's just spoken in deed. And as you as you read more into the Bible, 1 John 3 and 18 says this. My little children, 
Let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. So in action and in honesty, that's what I'm supposed to be showing love. That's how I'm supposed to show love. Not just based on, oh man, you know I love you. You, you know you know I love you, right? I can say that all day long, but if my actions don't line up with it, do I really love you? And so God's love is perfect. It's divine. It's unconditional. There's no limitations as to what God's love does for us. John 3 and 16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. It's that so love that's unconditional to the point where he's able to give up something of his own to die for all of us, to save a wretch like myself. And I think about that all the time and I'm just like, man, God, am I really expressing the love that you have for me to express that you give to me on a day-to-day basis? Am I loving people like you love me? Even though I say that I'm a saint of the most high, even though I say that I, I live for God, I love God, but am I really showing the characteristics that the Bible expresses what his love is? And sometimes you got to ask yourself, am I really doing what God called me to do in love? Am I really expressing love in action or am I just talking about it? And a lot of times in our relationships, whether it be friendships, marriages, work relationships, anything, we we express something via word, but our actions don't line up with it. And that's just showing the fallacy in us as humans. God is letting us know that if we want to live for him, we have to love like him. Granted, we're human. I got that. But that shouldn't be an excuse for you to do any and everything. You should strive to love like God loves us daily. Because if God wakes us up, even when we know we don't deserve to be woken up, we should express that to every individual, even the people we don't like. Because the Bible doesn't tell us that we're, we're called to love people. Nah, you don't have to love people. I mean, like people. The Bible calls us to love. Excuse my verbiage, I messed up a little bit. But the Bible calls us to love, not like. So I don't, I'm not called to like you. No, I'm called to love you. And if I love you the way God loves me, now I can then exercise where the Bible says love covers a multitude of sins. It's only that God, godly love that will be able to cover someone's mess. Because the Bible doesn't tell us to hate the person. No, 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 no. And that's where a lot of us get it mixed, mixed up. God tells us to hate the sin but love the person because love covers a multitude of sins. And if you think about it, Jesus loves us. And if he loves us on the daily and we be messing up, man, I I look back at all the times I slip up and I mess up and I made mistakes and God still loves me. You know what I'm saying? Like the fact that he still loves me, it, it, it means so much. And who am I to say that I'm not gonna love the person to my left or to my right? Who am I to say that I'm not going to give them the same kind of love that God gives me? I, I can't. That ought not be. So God's love is unconditional. It has no limits. And that's what we're 
supposed to express to our brothers and sisters. That, that was actually a commandment that Jesus told, told the Pharisees that we're supposed to love. But the problem that I see today, and even and even in myself, we get to a point where we see an individual that we so, somewhat don't like and don't aren't too fond of, and we feel like because we don't like them, we don't have to love them. And so instead of being there for them and showing them Christ, we're showing them our flesh and pushing them further away from the church. Why do you think so many people don't come to church? Granted, for the, granted, I'm not trying to give nobody an excuse, but half the time we as believers and saints of the Most High in the church, we're not expressing the love that God called us to share. We're too busy worrying about liking people versus loving them. And God's love has nothing to do with liking. Not, not one bit. It has nothing to do with liking. God's love is unconditional. No limits. No, 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 no hindrances. Nothing that's going to make him stop loving us. He's always going to love us. But the thing is, we feel like we can dictate whether or not we whether or not we supposed to love somebody. But yet we call ourselves Christians. We call we call we call ourselves saints. Oh, I am a child of the most high. I am a son of God. I, I'm, I'm the daughter of God, but don't exemplify no characteristics that he told us to exemplify. So I challenge you to, to question yourself and do a self, self check and see, do I really have God's love in my heart? Do I show it to other people? Because God's love is unconditional. Agape. It's perfect. It's pure. Am I sharing that love with my brothers and sisters in Christ? Am I sharing that with the sinner on the street? Am I sharing that? Am I sharing that with the with the prisoners who are in the jail cell? Am I sharing that with the individuals that keep committing sin over and over again? Am I? Am I sharing God's love or am I sharing a likeness that I have or don't have for someone? So I challenge you to check yourself and really evaluate your, your walk and see where you at when it comes to this godly love. Are you really expressing what God's love is? So I pray that y'all had a blessed week. You know what I'm saying? I, I love y'all, man. I just want to I want to take the time to thank y'all for all the people that are supporting. You know, it means a lot to me as a person that y'all take the time to listen to these podcasts. You know what I'm saying? Because you're not required to. You're not forced to. But the fact that you do that, I want to thank you and I thank God for allowing you to take the time to listen to these podcasts. Just know that small beginnings, I'm, I'm not despising them. Just know that great things are coming in the future for Chats with Preacher Boy and those listening. Because every time I feel like I get a blessing, those listening going to get a blessing too. Because it's not just about me. It's about all of us. At the end of the day, I want us all to make it to heaven. So I pray that y'all have a blessed weekend. I pray that y'all give God some time and express some love, godly love to your brothers and sisters. Know that I love you. And more importantly, God loves you more. Y'all be blessed.